new CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. State of Combat Podcast on CBS Sports with your boy, the Brian Campbell, just hours removed from the dune in the dunes, the Marathi in Saudi. I don't know what you're going to call it, but it was Anthony Joshua for the second time becoming the unified heavyweight champion of the world with a wide unanimous decision over Andy Ruiz Jr. in their rematch in Saudi Arabia. And your boy BC is here to break it all down IA style. But no, I ain't alone. I got me a co-host. He is back. He did not jack. He's live and direct from Detroit. It's Ray Bartholomew. Let me lick you up indeed, Rafe. Um, wow, brother. They did a little bit of dis- business down there in the rainy desert. Uh, AJ is your champion. You're Instant analysis reaction in one word is one word, one word, Brian. Um, clinical, appropriate. Uh, what did you did you did you have a one word? Yes, you, fat. That would be the one word. Uh, now I thought we're talking about AJ's performance. AJ, no, look, we're 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 goofing off the top here, but. A clinical boxing performance from Anthony Joshua to remove the ghosts from June 1st, Madison Square Garden, New York, when the upset heard round the world took place. But, Rafe, we got a lot to break down on how this rematch went down. And from a macros perspective, honestly, straight up, is the lead story the IQ, the speed, the distance from Joshua, or is the lead story... What the destroyer Andy Ruiz Jr. did not do this Saturday. The lead story, Brian, is that Joshua got the belts back. Joshua won, right? And then the other, the, the, the two, the, the dichotomy you set up, right? They don't exist without each other, or you can't really know how perfect AJ's performance would have been if Ruiz had come to fight, if he had treated this seriously if he had done his job he didn't do his job he lost and that's it and i feel bad everyone is going to be hard on him it sucks to kick someone when they're down and i i hope that we don't fall into that trap but the kick man when they're down or kick someone when they're fat rafe oh wait was he a great big fat person kick someone when they're down like andy ruiz should feel i mean he should feel the uh, worst than he's ever felt right now, he I, I, and I and I don't want wish that upon anyone. But it's a competitive sport. There are winners and losers, and the person who acts like he doesn't have to try at all or practice or get into shape, gains weight, makes a joke of it. That's the person who loses it. It I don't know. It, I, I it 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 gets frustrating to talk about and think about. And then in my quieter moments, I it makes me really sad to think of a guy so talented, right? I mean, so talented that Anthony Joshua had to come up with a completely new game plan, remake his body to avoid exchanging punches with you because he knew he was going to lose that fight. That's how talented Andy Ruiz is, and that's all that he flushed down the toilet or or oh. and then and then ate and then flushed again after he crapped it out and then ate it three more times wow. with some pizza. Um, the lead story, you're probably right, is what AJ did as the global superstar, arguably the biggest star in the world when you consider 
that rumors he commanded an $85 million purse to bring this fight to Saudi, that we've regularly seen him fight in front of crowds of 80K, 90K, all that. He put the train back on the tracks for his career, and Rafe, he regained control of the heavyweight division with this win. The IBF, the WBA, and the WBO titles, three of the four recognized, are back around his waist. And with that control, it's a big win for DAZN, clearly, because those belts ain't going back to PBC. And it does sort of big picture, which we're going to get into, further segregate the division for sure as we continue on with Wilder Fury 2 in the horizon. Will the winner of that ever fight AJ? We do not know that. That was the stage we set here for what went down in Saudi as always, the State of Combat has your back. Hopefully, you enjoyed our preview pods this week leading up to the big fight. We encourage you next week. SOC is going to be deep in your ear hole. Boxing pod on Monday to preview the weekend to come. UFC 245 preview on Wednesday. Friday from Vegas. Media day. UFC 245 interview pod. Instant analysis next Saturday. Do not miss that. But as far as SOC box is concerned... We're here. We're here to give you the goods. Hopefully you'll do the same this holiday season with the five-star review on the back end, brother. Please rate, review, tell us what you like. Tell us your choice for fight and fighter of the year in said review. We will read your submission on the air. Anyway, Rafe Boogs and I are going to break this fight down at length. Who could be next for the winner? What this means? Who's to blame? All that and then some tall, pale, and handsome. It's your boy BC giving a cause for the pause. Strike that, reverse it with a word from our friends and sponsors first off. Yeah, dig it. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. BC, Rafe Boogs, giving it to you. Instant analysis style. Ruiz, Joshua 2 in the desert. Like we said off the top, Rafe, a unanimous decision win and a wide one for Anthony Joshua. Let's talk about the weight because it played a big part. The weigh-in went down Friday and the stories were flooding the internet. Anthony Joshua, 10 pounds lighter, trimming down a little bit of muscle. We thought maybe coming in to box more, to use his speed. That's exactly what he did. Never really took any big chances. Was real smart and poised to stay out of danger. Constantly circling. The jab was a giant part of his ability to limit Andy Ruiz Jr. to one punch at a time. But the flip side of that weight, Rafe, was Jot, was uh, Ruiz, your boy, stepping up onto the scale with uh, a T-shirt, a sombrero, and 15 more pounds than what he weighed in six months ago as a late replacement. Wow. There's fat jokes. There's memes on the Internet. He swallowed the whole Thanksgiving turkey, all that. But for 24 hours, Rafe, we were toying with this is Buster Douglas all over again, who gained the same 15 pounds when he lost the title off the Tyson upset to Evander Holyfield months later. Or maybe Andy Ruiz Jr. is fooling all of us. Maybe he had weights in his pocket. Maybe, like he said, I ate three meals before the weigh-in, so I put yo, on. Yo, 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 who believed that? Show me. A person with an operating nervous system who believed that he gained 15, sorry, I'm screaming, 
15 pounds. Well, let from, me tell it to you like this real quick. From I, eating breakfast, lunch, I and dinner. I saw a lot of takes on Twitter because DAZN made Andy Ruiz available to U.S. media over the phone after the weigh-in. And all the talks he was saying was, this is muscle. This was calculated. Plus, he basically admitted to the mind games that we thought he might be playing of, I ate all those extra meals. I didn't, you know, cut to do this. I'm not going to be as heavy as that 283 pounds suggests. Rafe, all that's flushed down the drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, Brian, when that's he... not admitting to the, that he was actually playing mind games and wearing the shirt and the sombrero and all that is not playing mind games. That was just him covering up the fact that well, obviously he... he was what we saw he was, right? Let's get Denny Green on this. He was what he thought we, what we thought he was, what it looked like he was doing. Brian, let me ask you a question about all this. Go, all the dank city stuff, all, the white party for his 30th birthday, all, uh, uh, you know, acting, coming into camp later than Manny Robles wanted him to, all of that. Did we in the media do a little bit of a disservice here where we get, where we're giving them too bit of, too much of the benefit of the doubt. We were yes. noting some of these red flags, but for real, Brian, we're coming out here making excuses, coming up with conspiracy theories, no, I'm, I'm all this reverse psychology stage. junk. Yeah, actually you hated Andy from the beginning. I got to give you credit, but I, I did it a little bit. And then other people were bending over backwards, making up reasons for, for ways that Andy was so in, that was somehow getting into AJ's head extra by getting out of shape and showing him that he doesn't even need to try to win. Well, sometimes you do got to try to win. And like, if, if we've seen this before in boxing, how many times it happens, guys, especially guys who get big upset wins, right? Especially guys who aren't known for necessarily having a commitment to the sport. They F up. And that's what we saw happening. And we kind of sat there and we just said, Oh, well, it could be – maybe it's not as bad as it looks. It was yeah. worse than it, was it worse looked. worse than it looks. We thought, well, maybe fat fellas can fight. Rafe, the moment he came out and we finally saw him with his shirt off inside the ring and round one started and you saw that belly just grotesquely larger than it was even the first time around, all the benefits of the doubt, all the potential excuses, all of that was slowly flushed down the drain. <laughs> As the fight rolled on, because soon enough, it became one punch at a time. Unless he lands a bomb, every round is inevitably going to look the same. Now, look, it certainly was an exciting fight. It wasn't dead-ass boring. There was a little bit of drama. There were moments where you thought, oh, is AJ on the beginning of getting hurt? But again, ultimately, the combination of what Joshua did really good and smart mixed with Ruiz laying a fat-ass egg did not give him a chance. He never cut off the ring. He never put combinations together. So, Rafe, I got a real problem with this fight, with the way it played out, and I, I'm not above making sort of jokes here. Andy Ruiz flushed this opportunity down the toilet. I'm sorry, this is massively unprofessional to be saying this whole training camp in time that I'm going to come in in better shape. Having Manny Robles tell the media this week, no, he's going to be 268 like he was the first fight. Us trying to decode Dank City videos. Well, he ate chicken wings and pizza there. What does that mean? Is he really thinner? And then to come out, fight the way he did. Now, the fight wasn't a disgrace. His performance wasn't a disgrace. But it was disappointing. But what was a disgrace, Rafe? Are you ready for it? His post-fight comments. Okay? Him saying, congratulations to AJ. Let's do the trilogy. I guarantee you I'll come in the best shape of my life for the third fight. Bro, you don't deserve a third fight. So we're just allowed to go through the motions here and allow you to get fat and party for three months and act like this rematch was going to be competitive. And now we're supposed to go, oh, yeah, well, okay, shout out to AJ. Can't wait for the third one. No. Shame on Andy Ruiz. Shame on Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua for talking up a third fight. The way this second fight played out, the way Andy Ruiz performed outside the ring to prepare for this, is a damn disgrace. We shouldn't get, want, or need a third fight. Ruiz flushed that down the damn toilet. And then to see him say inside the ring, you know, sorry to my trainer, I kind of trained myself this time around. What? And then to see him in the post-fight press conference go, 
you know what? I didn't think the three months of partying was going to, you know, really affect me, but it did. It did in the end. Rafe, I'm not the stupid one, yet I'm the one who bit down on all these. Well, you know, if that fellas can fight, he's got quick hands. Rafe, he doesn't have a quick enough bowel to flush out all that crap he ate. Like, great, dude, you became the heavyweight champion of the world, but you had a responsibility to for the $10 million payday you got to come back here and try to defend it. Rafe, he flushed it down the drain. He does not deserve a third fight. I do not want to see a third fight knowing the political sides of the street. Who knows? Maybe he'll get that. But do you have the same bad taste in your mouth? Not necessarily the conspiracy theory taste like, oh, well, maybe they got in his ear. You know, No, just the, hey, Ruiz, like you've never had discipline. Could you show freaking discipline now after you just shocked the world in a perfect storm? What the hell's going on here, Rafe? Um, I think I look, I think I, I'm, I'm frustrated and I'm frustrated with the performance and everything that led up to it. I'm a little, I, here's a, all right, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I am in general, I'm pro excuses. I don't mind excuses because everybody always got an excuse and it's usually got a little bit of truth to it. That doesn't mean it sounds good, but all the no excuses, weird machismo of boxing, this weird code. To the birds with that, man. If, if people, especially after, and, and to, to hold fighters accountable, we, we say this all the time, but then we never live up to it. We don't, we shouldn't hold fighters accountable for whatever crazy crap they say in the ring immediately after a fight, even though, look, this was not a violent affair. Uh, Andy Ruiz got cut, but I, I, I do not think he was concussed in that fight or, or had his bell rung in any meaningful way. But, um, and that also has to do with his chin. I mean, he took some tough shots. Um, but I think uh, I, still the, the adrenaline, the, the the shame, I'm sure he felt in that moment, the disappointment in himself. You just you, – and you're, you're in the moment. You have to come up with something to say with a microphone in your face. It ain't easy. And I don't really hold anything again. I, I don't – he could have said that – you know, I, I would have liked it if he accused uh, Pabone of, of having the gambling problem. Oh, I don't it, care. Stop I, it's all him. okay with me. Folks, that's not the way men do it. Stop protecting. Don't come on here and be like, I'm pro-excuses. I'm pro-boner. Don't do that, Rafe. I'm, I like people to say the what's real. I don't want them to say what – the right thing all the time just just be real what's wrong with that i want to hear what you're really thinking yeah cypress hill be real that's great but you can't get high every day and party for three months between fight like what the hell's going on here that's what be real does he's not the heavyweight champion of the world i'm upset at andy ruiz that we didn't get the the right answers to the questions we had aj look he's still he still had to fight against danger again it wasn't a putrid performance for Andy Ruiz Jr. It just wasn't what it could and should have been to really let us answer the questions of, is AJ the same fighter? Did he put yeah. the train back on the tracks? Well, yes, in the end he did because he won, and now he's got control of the heavyweight division. And yes, IQ-wise, body movement-wise, boxing-wise, AJ won the night. He was great. I'm not here to hear any takes that he's scared, that he's a negative fighter, that he's boring. No brilliant boxing okay but Ruiz didn't live up to his end of the bargain so we could get the necessary answers so that when we start to say okay Wilder Fury 2 next what if the winners face off blah 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 I don't think we know much more about Anthony Joshua because of Andy Ruiz right now I think that is what you're you're 100% true and I think uh yeah it's it's really disappointing frustrating it, it and can it can rightfully piss you off that Ruiz was so unprofessional that he let this opportunity go to waste. I, I am more on the, the sort of sad side of it where it's like, damn, man, what there must be no I can't even imagine what that feels like to to give that up, to to sh- to crap the bed like that so badly and and ruin something so special. It, it that's it's just awful. And there's nothing he can't blame anybody but himself. I mean, that's the, the thing about boxing. The excuses never look good because you're you're only making excuses for yourself. Um, it's it's it sucks, man. It sucks. And and yeah, AJ did execute the, exactly the game plan he wanted. In fact, that's the honestly that is the thing that Ruiz should be kicking himself most for with this because 
everybody on the planet who pays attention to the sport of boxing, not just the hardcore fans, knew what AJ was going to try and do, what that game plan was likely to be, that he was going to circle, that he was going to try and jab and keep the distance and avoid anything like the exchanges that led to him getting knocked out in their first fight. And what did Ruiz do? He went and made it 10 times easier for AJ to just waltz to that almost shutout victory. Look, I want to bring up this topic again uh, in a few more minutes about the interview that your your uh, your teammate, your your uh, the athletic.com co-worker Lance Pugmire had with Deontay Wilder immediately after the fight to get his take. There's a lot more I want to explore from that. But one thing even Wilder himself said in there was, come on, Ruiz, how the hell do you not know how to cut off the damn ring? How could you have done this and not prepared yourself physically? I want to read you a a tweet from the great Caleb Truax, former super middleweight champion and boxing Twitter zone at Golden Caleb T. Love the guy, right? Absolutely. Shout out to him and his girlfriend and his kid. Um, He says, quote, he's reading a Ruiz tweet. I didn't prepare how I should have, and I gained too much weight but I don't want to make no excuses, end quote. Then Caleb tweets, literally the two most despicable excuses in boxing you can make. He's right. Ruiz straight up just gets on the mic and is like, like, yeah, I shouldn't have got this fat and I shouldn't have not trained, but I don't want to make any excuses. The moment we saw your belly, you didn't have to, like, we saw it. We saw it, dude. I mean, Rafe, like, Oh, hold up. well, okay. Let me let again. I'm let me be pro boner here. I'm pro excuses. What would you rather him say there? Like he's I saying, I messed up. I did what I should not have done, and that's why I lost. These are the things I did wrong. Like, what would you say? No, you want him to say after the fight? I thought I was in great shape. No. I have no. I I, I just I got black pilled. No, but I don't want him to just straight up admit the things we were all thinking. I, I would rather be under some kind of cloud of illusion that, yes, he came in heavier, so his nutrition probably wasn't the best, but he trained hard and blah, blah, blah. No, he's just straight up like, yeah, man, I actually kind of trained myself, and I didn't train, and I ate and drank and partied, and uh sorry to my trainer. Like, I get that. Here's the deal. All right. I get that before this, Andrew Ruiz got the first Joshua fight last minute, that maybe in his heart of hearts, he knew that. All those things that got him out of his top rank deal, all the whispers that followed him, like he's not a hard worker, he's got the talent on paper, but he's never put it together. Maybe in his heart of hearts, he had doubts and knew what his real ceiling was. So, lucking into a last minute title fight, and then lucking into a perfect storm of everything that happened, and I don't want to use the word luck because Ruiz got up off the canvas and took care of business, that... Maybe that was all gravy. It was all a lottery ticket to him. It was all like, oh, my God, even I didn't believe I would ever get here. And and it's the kind of thing where it's like you can only make more money than you know what to deal with the first time once as the first time. Meaning if any of us fell into that many millions at any age and any amount of wisdom, would we just make ridiculous decisions? Probably. But. At some point, you got to draw the line. At some point, I'm almost pointing the blame at Manny Robles and just be like, somebody's got to step in here or Andy Ruiz's dad or Al Heyman, the GOAT, or somebody's got to step in here and say, "Um, all right, let's be honest here. You effed up, so maybe we should fake an injury and postpone it. Or maybe we should uh, play with climate control and get it to uh, do a, a crazy – a rainstorm out of nowhere in the minute, the middle of the desert and have Kevin Ioli tweet out that they may postpone the fight until 2020, which actually happened today until Eddie Hearn was like, what are you talking about? Um, but none of that happened. Instead, Ruiz came in and laid a fat egg and it is what it is. Shout out to AJ for taking advantage and doing it. But, um, I don't think Andy Ruiz deserved more opportunities, nor do I necessarily want to see him, Rafe. You don't want to see him ever again, Brian? I don't what mean you, ever again, but I i mean, I don't want him. I'm mad, Rafe. I'm sorry. As a ger- journalist and fan, there was something a little bit despicable to me about the way it, it all went down. Uh, I get that. I get that. But this is uh, this is the thing, Brian. I Like, 
I actually do want to see what he what if he can. I just want to see him again. You know what? It's very easy. Make uh, I don't know if we want to get into all this yet, but make the Kalnatsky fight. Those two let those two slop it up with each other. A lot of lot of bodies flying at each other. A lot of punches. Big big fat fellas who can fight. They're not. It's going to play right into what Ruiz does well. They both have nice chins. That's a fun ass fight. And, and then let the winner of that get a shot at. At somebody with the belt, assuming they have the, 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 that politically makes sense whenever the time is right for that. But no, uh, he, he, look, I think that losing three heavyweight belts, losing, being in pole position for, for so many important opportunities to, to, to build a great legacy, to, to, to turn his career and life around more than he already have, losing all that is already punishment enough. And he has no one to blame but himself. Because he could have could have given himself such a better chance. That's enough punishment. He doesn't need to be banished or exiled. I don't he, mean that. All right, here's here's really my problem. I'm blaming him extra harshly for what really put a bad taste in my mouth, and I touched on it earlier, and I mean it. To see Eddie Hearn and AJ be so gung ho about a third fight. Oh, don't, Brian. I will give you permission to not pretend that never happened. AJ's got mandatories to deal you with. Know what AJ said? Andy Ruiz is going to be over at PVC. Ain't, it ain't going to happen for a while. No, you know Chill. What he, said? he said they'll it. both lose three more times before they fight again. AJ said, "If you heard, we're going to do it a third. That's what he said, Rave. So he, here's why <laughs> that scares me. Okay, because like we talked about in the setup, if Wilder Fury really do have a two fight deal, and if their fight deal was created to keep. AJ and his own on the other uh, in exile on the other side of the street. And even though Andy Ruiz is a PBC fighter, that's probably the biggest in theory. That's probably the biggest and in, in, in some ways biggest least amount of risk with biggest payday that AJ could do right that AJ could schedule for himself. Like, OK, go go rematch Dillian White and then maybe your big fall one next year is a trilogy with Ruiz. And. I don't know. I'm just I'm turned off by how everybody was just like, oh, yeah, man, let's do it. And then to see Deontay Wilder tell Lance Pugmire after the fight, oh, I'm never going to fight Joshua. It's tough. One thing Wilder did reveal, though, Rafe, was that he and Ruiz had plans tentatively for a Cinco de Mayo undisputed championship out all four belts. Your thoughts? Uh, I, I'm interested in how to learn how they were going to pull that off. Um, I mean, I, obviously they could have pulled it off to just get out of the contracts with, with Tyson Fury and top rank. Why, why go through the charade they've been going through for the last two weeks of pretending that the fight was definitely on with Fury then? Uh, it's, I don't know. I look, I don't really, this, does not, this interview does not reflect very positively on Deontay Wilder at all. First of all, he sounds like an idiot. And I know that he, we all know that he is, he knows boxing a lot better than he is, uh, putting on that he does when he is here criticizing Joshua's effort and his style, the fight that he put on. He basically, Deontay Wilder sounds like the dumbest person on your, not the dumbest person. He sounds like lots of the guy, people who don't follow or understand or even like boxing who decided to get on Twitter and criticize AJ for, for being boring. That's crazy. Also, comparing it to grabbing, to jab and grab, AJ didn't grab that much. And when he does, he was, when he did, he wasn't very successful. It was a, like grabbing was not a good thing to do against Andy Ruiz because Ruiz is very good at shaking that off and landing some punches. Um, and saying that, that this is not a chance, how a champion fights. I mean, it's crazy. Also, acting like people, like, like he knows what fans want necessarily. My man, who just undersold a pay-per-view by like half of what people were predicting going into that fight and looked like crap until you got a knockout. Whoa, it was boring whoa. for six rounds. I'm, I'm shocked at your, at this harsh uh, attack at Wilder. Wow. This he's he's hating. He's hating hardcore. It's Hated ridiculous. It. Yeah. Well, he, he yeah, he sounds like Antoine and Blaine to me. Are That's what he sounds like. Eddie Hearn's side. <sighs> I mean, I don't often agree with Tyson Fury, but Deontay Wilder is a proper dosser. No, 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 no. 
I look, I think that he's wrong in this interview. I think I know what he's doing. He is just downplaying his rival. They're competitive. They do this. But in my opinion, it's a bad look. And it's and I, I like this. This is smarmy as hell. But. Deontay Wilder is better than that. He 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 is just better than that. He knows the sport better than that. He he ain't perfect himself, and he's and and if he's out here saying that he's never gonna fight Anthony Joshua for any reason, and and they continue winning and being the the biggest names and the best the the best fighters in this division for years, you know what that is. You know what that will be, and will be rightfully called out as that will be ducking. Wow. I still, again, if if Joshua's going to remain on zone, I still don't know. And I, again, I've said it on this podcast. I've asked everybody, the PBC side, the fighters, the DAZN side. I've said, are we ever going to see a scenario in which zone and PBC can co-promote, cross-promote, like we're going to do with ESPN and Fox and a co-pay-per-view? Nobody gives me a yes answer. Everyone circles around. So, Rafe, unless... Someone loses their leverage, or unless the zone gets into traditional pay per view, I don't know how we're ever going to see Joshua against the winner of Wilder. Well, I, could, I mean, the zone could be dead for boxing in two years, and both fighters could still be at the top. So, I, you know, things change pretty quickly. Um, or, you know, the Fox deal could run out, and and Al Heyman and PBC could go looking for a new home, and that new new home could be the thriving streaming platform of the zone, and boom. Things are the the world changes all of a sudden. You never know in this sport. Um, but uh, look, I, it's just it, it just that's okay. What do you think? Uh, be be real with me, Brian. Do you do you think it is unfair criticism or or I'm being too harsh on Wilder that that I think it makes no sense at all for a guy who in you know in his last fight got outboxed for six for for every almost every second of the fight. Until he landed his knockout punch, which credit to him, he does that. Like that's that's his style. But it isn't the the previous six. It's not the, the the only thing exciting about those rounds is the tension of knowing that Wilder's going to knock somebody out eventually. That's um, his style, dude. He's going to wait. And I, figure I, look, it out. That's fine, and it wins, and he's very good at it, and I and he deserves all the credit for that. But to act like it's the the end all be all or the most aesthetically pleasing thing on the planet or the only thing fans care to watch. I am a boxing fan, and I appreciate both. I appreciate what AJ did in the ring tonight, and I, I I appreciate what Deontay Wilder does, and I don't need Deontay Wilder or anyone telling me what to appreciate. I I've watched enough boxing. I know what what I like, and I know what good what good I know what quality is. Both of these men are quality quality operators, quality blokes, and they could act and they could treat each other like it and still be rivals. And on top of that. Just the whole fans don't want this. What do you mean? What do fans do? Fans did not really appear to want to pay $85 for that fight because they didn't, right? They saw 15,000 commercials on NFL for it, right? We pulled out all the stuff to sell this, and we didn't sell it. We undersold it. So what is this man saying? Wow. Tell me one great fighter Deontay Wilder knocked out. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Wilder. Spot the lie, Brian. A guy who really can't fight. Wow, a lot of people taking shots at Wilder right now. It starts with Rafe. I mean, wow. Um, I'm not taking shots at. I'm saying he's wrong. He's Rafe, just incorrect. I was on some of those shows that were designed to pump that pay per view. Okay, so you can point the finger just as much at me or Dan <laughs> Canobio as you can at uh, Delonte Wilder. Okay, all right, Rafe. And uh, hopefully the winner will get to face my favorite fighter, Delonte Wilder. All right, thank look, you. I, and least. also, look, I, I, I should, I, I think it's honestly, you, you, I, all right. Let me, let me come down a second here. Wow, wow. Deontay wow. Wilder gets emotional, and wait, wait, he got are, me wait, to get emotional in response. Who are you talking and about? You have Deontay Wilder. Oh, that's who you're talking about. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Wilder gets emotional, and we, we see when he does. He, he, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll, he speaks with his heart. He gets a little bit, he puts, he gets a little out in front of himself and says stuff that he probably knows isn't true, but it sounds good. It gets, it gets the juices flowing and he got my, he, 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 it worked. He got my juices flowing. Um, I, I think I just, why say that they're never going to fight? Why, if, if these guys continue winning, why wouldn't he want to fight the guy who has beaten everybody else? Yes. 
Yes, yes. I have a question. I'm the man with the right hand bomb. Tyson Fury. Oh, well, where? Oh, where can he be? Oh, that's cringe. That's cringe. Tyson Fury. (laughs) Brian, you know, now one thing about this man, Tyson Fury, by the way, he is always, always open for business, right? That man wheels and deals. If you were Eddie Hearn and John Skipper and you had a platform, would you be feeling things out behind the scenes if you couldn't come in and scoop that away from Deontay Wilder? Could, would you throw the bag of all bags at Fury and ESPN well, you can't, to you can't break be. that? Break that pact and well, come fight AJ in the UK in front of 500,000 people at Wembley. Um, first of all, there's an old man who is going to get in the way of that. <laughs> he may say he doesn't believe in it, but uh, he's going to stand by the power of a contract if he has to, Rafe. Um, that's Bob Ooh, you don't think Al, Al, Al don't like money either? <laughs> Here, uh, you sent me an interview one time with Tyson Fury in the past couple months where he had basically honestly said in that interview, um, I'm not going to be able to fight Joshua on this deal, right? I'm going to have to wait till this deal is over. How many fights does he have left on the ESPN deal? Do we know? I believe it's a six-fight deal, so that would be uh, four more. All right. I mean, you know, maybe Fury has the Schwartz, and then he's got uh, – Val- maybe he's going to have a couple of Schwartz and Valines. I don't know. I agree with him. Rafe, I'm sorry. If DeZone is going to still stay – and by the way, this was a monster win – for DAZN, like this could have been catastrophic if they left AJ without belts on an island and were like, sorry, you have no leverage anymore. F off. This is giant for DAZN, but it's also giant for the separation, the segregation of, of the fights we want to see. I'm sorry, until DAZN, which they say they won't do, until they finally enter real pay-per-view, we're not seeing these fights under the contracts now. I do want to ask you this. We've done this a few times. After a big heavyweight fight, we update our heavyweight pound for pound list. Give me your top five right now. Top five heavyweights in the world, pound for pound, in order. Go. Number one. Okay. Um, number one, Tyson Fury. Number two, Deontay Wilder. Number three, Anthony Joshua. Number four. Uh, you're wrong. You're wrong, Rafe. I'm you put, not sure. You're, you're going I'm, AJ right back on top? Tell me I'm crazy here. I'm going to do the opposite of what you think. You don't I, don't do it. I am not sure that I would favor AJ over Alexander Usyk or Luis Ortiz. I am not sure either, but tell me, tell me, like, Luis Ortiz isn't the third best heavyweight in the world right now. Seriously, Luis I'm Ortiz serious. is not the third best heavyweight in the world the two right now. Fights? I'm serious, Rafe. What I, I, look? You gotta get. You gotta do some serious against hooing for for Luis Ortiz. Okay, how about against Deontay Wilder? All right. Yeah, he lost twice. He won almost every round, Rafe. Looked very. Yeah, everyone wins almost. Fuck, freaking Gerald Washington won every round against wow. Deontay Wilder. Johan Duopas probably deserved to be up on those wow. cards against Deontay he was Wilder. Spilka was giving him a lot of trouble. Oh, so. The right. F what? Hey, did you watch? Did you revisit revisit the collaborations Luis Ortiz had with Christian Hammer Stop and Travi- Travis Kaufman last year? It ain't pretty, brother, Campbell or this House. year. Whenever he fought them mother effers. Oh, God. All right. All right. Look, he's real good, Brian, but you can't throw him above AJ because he, cause he lost to Wilder twice? Is Dillian White the fifth best heavyweight in the world? What happened? And- uh, what happened in this yeah. fight tonight? I didn't see the fight. I was. I was oh, watching. you should watch it. You. It was nice and sloppy. It was. Fight? Um. It was a slop fest. So. Hunter, um. Right? No, that was Pavetta. White won. He he came in. Uh, he said he he took the fight on three weeks' notice. He was in terrible shape. Uh, it was a ten rounder. Bad idea to fight Marius Wack on uh, short notice on, in a, when you're out of shape. Wack's dyeing his facial hair blonde. What the hell's <laughs> going looks, on? It here? looks incredible. I don't know what he's he, he's definitely clubbing with uh, Alphonse Fanfara. Um, in that in that kickboxer turned DJ <laughs> Nikki Holdskin. Remember that guy? <laughs> oh man. Well, he's not he's not Polish, but yeah. Um, but um, 
walk. You know, the guy has a chin like crazy. I mean, he, Vlad beat the living crap out of him. He never went down. Um, so the same thing happened where White was just gassed. They're both gassed. He was super sloppy. But but Vak, he came to fight. Like, he was he was putting it on White towards the end. He couldn't tell if either guy was going to be able to, like, remain on their feet until the fight, like, in the late rounds. Yeah, but they were both trying hard even though they had nothing in the tank it was uh it was fat and sloppy just like uh, just like you like them I on the undercards like I but I, I don't want to move on from all of our um our our main event heavyweight no, talk though let me ask you a question i was gonna ask about... you a question oh, oh well, i'm gonna ask you first all right all right all right somebody got the score right um aj tonight see i thought aj's performance tonight in fact against I, all right, you, you're going to tell me I'm crazy because you don't even think AJ's the third. You think he's worse than, than half the heavyweight division well, now. Well, we don't know about Usyk, and I think Ortiz is better than you do, okay? That's fine. Um, Anthony Josh. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Um, does – does uh, oh, so AJ, I think fighting the way he fought tonight against a lot of other heavyweights maybe gets a knockout. Maybe because yeah, you could say it was slow, you could say it was boring, but he 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 hit Ruiz with a few plum, you know, peach of a right hand, Carl Frotch type shots. Yes, and I think a lot of other fighters don't hold up to those as well. I mean, one thing with Ruiz, that guy's chin is just something else, world class. I mean, um, and and I think in some other fights against other guys. Many guys, perhaps Brian, mm-hmm. he lands one of one or two of those big shots. The guy gets hurt, and he gets a chance to move in and and finish him. I'll give you that, but I want to counter that and say this. And this is something that Wilder talked about when he was ripping Joshua and said he did a Klitschko like performance. Um, although AJ was able to land those singular sort of big shots. Do you take anything against him or away from his performance for not attempting to follow up necessarily on those big shots? Personally, I don't because he had a game plan and the game plan was a, about, you know, protecting his chin. And, and yeah, maybe Wilder's right, doing a little bit of that Klitschko safe defensive style. But I don't hold that against him because he's coming off of a knockout loss. And yeah, he, not in this fight. No. I mean, that would be the like literally the dumbest thing he could do in this fight. That's exactly how he got beat the last time against and against this version of Andy Ruiz, who it became pretty clear early on had no chance of tracking him down and stopping him from moving around the ring like that. Why even open the door, the sl- any any tiny sliver that it needs to be opened more, you know, than it already is. Like just no, not in this fight. And, and I think that in other fights, if he sees that the guy that he hurts a guy with one of those shots, maybe he does step in a little bit more and and, and trust himself to to pursue some action. But in this fight, no. And that kind of leads me into another interesting question. And I, I agree that Ruiz, after this performance, doesn't deserve to be thrown into the Deontay Wilder conversation. But I do want to have part of that conversation with you it's an i think that's a fascinating matchup man because one thing i don't think wilder will do and he's basically he's saying it not directly but in so many words in this interview that he gave to lance on the athletic wilder ain't changing his style right he's not going to switch anything up for anybody or and definitely not for andy ruiz now that means Ruiz is going to be able to have opportunities. And it would just be interesting. If it is a who, you know, chances are I would expect Wilder to to catch Ruiz with something first that, that ends ass. the fight. Yeah. What? He would serve but him his ass. I'm telling you it that. Would be, it would be a shootout. It would, and Ruiz would have opportunities to let some punches go. He would get inside. Wilder would let him inside. Better effing get inside. Wilder okay. don't have a stick, I don't or know. he doesn't I can't use even it. Enjoy that fight because of what I saw tonight. And again, not a hundred percent is that Ruiz's fault. Some of it is I'm just mad that Eddie 
and AJ were so matter of fact, like, yeah, man, let's do it again. Let's do it in Saudi. Woohoo! Let's cash those checks, baby. And to see Eddie in the interviews afterwards be like, everybody talked about how bad it was that we're going to Saudi, but like everyone here is so nice. Yeah, they'll kill your ass too, Eddie. All right. I'm sorry. You're providing a commodity for them right now, but you can play sweet Caroline all you want in that damn arena. Caroline may be sweet, but she ain't voting or driving or wearing or uh, anything but coverage in that country. Okay? Like, let me just say, Brian, that I love that it took that that really what it what took to to bring out your moral outrage about this appropriately outrageous moral situation here with this fight in Saudi Arabia was is really just a a terrible performance from Andy Ruiz and Eddie Hearn not ripping him hard enough for it. That's finally uh, that's the last straw. I'm not taking it anymore. These do you know what they do to do you know what they did to Jamal Khashoggi? Oh, <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm laughing at journalists dying. I mean, come on. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask you this. Would you be okay if 2020 for Ije was mandatory guy, whether that's Pulev, probably, and a Dillian White rematch. Yes, I would be okay with that. Those are good heavyweight fights. And Deontay Wilder is saying that their plan is to freeze AJ out. Okay, I'm not blaming that on AJ then. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But would you blame it on AJ's platform for not having the ability to do network? Because in this day and age, if a fight's big enough, we have to wait. Well, seriously, okay. In this day and age with segregation and TVs and all that and contracts and promoters. We might want to come other. up with a better term than segregation here. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of that I'm uh, Stratification, uh, balkanized world of boxing, uh, segmentation. All right. Well, segregation's too, too much. Yeah, I see where you're going. Okay, that's not where I'm going with that, all right? That's not how men do it. Anyway, the point of this is, in this day and age, fights need to be big enough to attract a dual network thing. You got to get to a Mayweather pack. Yeah. Know, you know what's Tyson, not big enough on, to Tyson. attract a dual network thing? Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Yes, it is. And you're wrong on that. Um, but, wait, wait, Show me some evidence, brother. But... Bob said it'll do two million to back off. Okay? <laughs> um, but uh, look, I think Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, would be potentially. So yep. I'm going to blame that platform if their male end doesn't fit with the female end of another network. Because I'm sorry, Wilder's not leaving. <laughs> it's Fox. 2019, Brian. Yeah. All right. Male ends can fit with other male ends. They can fit with animal ends. It doesn't, you can fit any end into another well, end. They're not coming to the zone. Like, Wilder's mind. not leaving PBC. Fury's not leaving ESPN because the money's too big. They're, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the, that's the business right now. Okay. Yeah. Call it segregation. Think, call it whatever you want, right? I think that's right? a good point, Brian. And I think that is something we can, if this does develop into a long-term Cold War thing, which it very well could. We've seen it before in boxing. They're already, what, how, they're two and a half years into this Cold War, right? Um, if it continues, I, it may, I think I could see it becoming a fair criticism of DAZN at some point down the line that if the only thing preventing, if it seems that the only thing preventing a, a fight like that from happening, like Wilder Joshua from happening, is DAZN's business strategy aversion, to pay-per-view, make a you know make an exception, give the give the people what they want. If it's if it only comes down to a a a business decision, and they're leaving money on the table by not doing it, then yeah, I think they will deserve criticism for that. But right now, they you know right now, but I, I and and in, in general, it's always both sides in boxing, right? It wasn't Floyd was not ducking Manny all those years and. Manny was not running. It was not avoiding Floyd, and they were they were staying away from each other. And it was the promoters. It was it's always it's always every dickhead who's got their hand in the money pot, right? Yes, yes, it is. It is, Rafe. It is what it is. All right. Um, uh, we are recording this as the Showtime card tonight is sort of playing out, Rafe. 
So I don't know if you saw that Matt Korobov in the co-main event against Chris Eubank Jr., who's moving down from 68 to 60, making his U.S. debut. This was supposed to be the fight of the night, a competitive fight, and Korobov pulls out with a shoulder injury in round one, and it's a Eubank win. So we didn't get that resounding result that we thought. Just wanted to update the people and you in the moment there, Rafe. Um, I, I did have it going, Brian. It's a bummer because uh, Korobov was dropping in some of those nice lead lefts. I mean, he looks sharp for for three for two two something minutes. I really wanted to see his technical boxing and see whether Eubank was going to settle into trying to set up punches or just being that wild athletic slugger that he falls into. I just want to give you a quick inside story at the fighter meetings for Showtime. I worked uh, some of the Showtime events this week, the live way in stream, the undercard stream, all that. Uh, I sat in there with Chris Eubank Jr. and senior, and I brought up that infamous uh, sound drop, right? I know this sounds terrible. I think you should finish. Uh, if you don't know, listeners, he's talking about Eubank Jr., Prince Nassim Hamed and that. Rafe, he no-sold the crap out of it. Junior looks at me and says, basically, like, I'm not going to waste my time glorifying that comment. Like, I'm not here to talk about that. And I made a follow-up that was like, well, look, like, I get that, but you turned your career around after that, right? You came out with two big wins. You sent DeGale to, Gale to retirement. You're moving down to 60. You're making a U.S. debut on Showtime. People are trying to bang the drum for you against Charlo next if you both win. And he's like, no. It had nothing to do with what that guy said. And they were done talking to me, Rafe. Not happy. I think you should finish for that. I do. I really do, Rafe. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, DC. Look, sometimes, you know, you're you're on a roll of uh of getting sent to hell. What can you you know, just gotta embrace it. All right. All right. Um Oh, I see Glenn Rushton right now. Yeah, we are doing an odd instant analysis podcast of an earlier fight as the charlo dennis hogan matchup is starting here on the main event um anything else from this to zone undercard by the way random that there's a random rainstorm they had the ring covered it didn't end up affecting the fighters although we got some humorous pictures on twitter of chris mannix in a poncho doing a live report but uh what, did you see the alexander povetkin draw with michael hunter yes ha you haven't seen it yet. i have not seen it Oh, Brian. Oh, it, it is. It's an awesome, awesome fight. I really? mean, great momentum changes back and forth. Um, Michael Hunter came out like a house on fire. Really smart. He basically was like, I'm going to jump on this old man and hurt him at the, as soon as the bell rings. And he did. Landed a huge right that shook Povetkin up early, caught him cold. And Povetkin was in survival mode in the first round. Then he got his legs back, worked his way into the fight, started hurting Hunter in rounds two, three, four, five. Actually, Povetkin deserved a knockdown for a, a hook he caught Hunter with coming out. He, Hunter was coming out, was sort of like, yeah, was was pulling out. Oh, watch out, pulling out. Wow. Um, and and Povetkin, Povetkin said, no, 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 you don't pull out on me. Um, and caught him with a little left hook, sent him flying back into the ropes, but it didn't. The the, the, the knockdown wasn't called. Which obviously ended up being pivotal in the fight. It was a, and then what looked like it might turn into, oh no, this 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 exciting young fighter who we all like bit off a little more than he can chew. He was a cruiserweight. He just because you knocked out Sergey Kuzmin and some other bums does not mean that you should come in here. Uh, you you wanting this uh, smoky Russian Meldonium smoke? Um, <laughs> and uh, but it's not how it played out. Hunter got his way back into the fight, started hurting Povek into the body, hurt him bad in the 10th round, um, and and had him in survival mode a little bit, and then it was a slower – but anyway, fun, fun fight, and almost one where I I scored it for Povetkin seven rounds to five, but was happy that it came out a draw because the, the, the rounds that Povetkin edged it with were kind of sneaky, cheap rounds where he did some holding and just – you know, like he, they were smart rounds, and and that's not how boxing right works, right? If you're smart and you manage to make a round ugly and win it that way, it still counts. But I was happy that it turned out a draw because I didn't want to see Hunter take an L on that. It was a great effort and an awesome fight. Hey, that wasn't a draw in the Dwyer household. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait to check up on that. I did see the great white Hopi Price get a stoppage win on the undercard. Also, that dude Pacheco, who was in the swing bout. What's that guy's name? 
Yeah, uh, Diego Pacheco. He said that meant to hell, Rafe Boogs. <laughs> it was one of those shots where the guy goes flying like across the ring and I mean, thankfully got him. They wouldn't show the replay for 10 minutes until they finally got him up and they found out everything was all right, which was a, a smart move right there. All right, Rafe, let's put a bow on it. Um, Joshua yeah. survives in advance. Congratulations to him. We talked about probably not going to see Wilder Josh at any point, but the heavyweight division's hot. Is this a step back for the heavyweight division tonight, or does it just add another chapter to, to the? We're going to see fun matchups ahead. It's interesting. Yeah, the belts are on two separate people, or three if you count the lineal title of Fury. But uh, good, 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 good night, bad night, a push. What do you got? It was a good night, Brian. Yeah, it was a good night. I think it. Look, could it have been better? Would another? Would a great fight that? gets casual fans and the entire sports world talking about boxing have been better. Yeah, sure. I mean, would something with the kind of fight that didn't produce a performance where casual fans could watch it and, and not really understand uh, entirely what AJ was doing and why Ruiz looks so sluggish and, and, and everything behind it and, and come out thinking, eh, what the, what the, what the F was that? Why was this so, so boring? Yeah. Okay. It could have it could have been better in some regards. It could have could have been timed better, right? It could have could have not been going up against the SEC championship game. Um, there's a lot of things that could have been better, but it, no. Um, Ruiz could have been, and maybe I mean you never know. Could still someday be a, a huge star star in boxing. Maybe no, no, perhaps no. as big as AJ is. No, 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 no. Just no, in no. terms of who he is and what he represents. No, no, no. Mexican American, exciting, humble, fun. A, 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 a likable, all talented. He a lot of things to like about him. He, he I, I'm not discounting his his uh, star potential, but the the thing that the story of Andy Ruiz's career has been, and unfortunately probably will continue to be unrealized potential in the ring and now as a star. And like you said, he crapped the bed, and. That potential is now up in the air, and he may never get another chance like he got tonight, ever in his career. I agree. That's, that. That sucks, man. I mean, it sucks for him. It's sad, but that's that's the sport. You 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 don't take it serious. It can that can happen. AJ already is a star, and he got and he got his star back. Is he still? Is he as big as he was when he was undefeated? No, he will never be undefeated, undisputed at the same time, right? But he got the belts back. He's back in charge. People who know boxing all give him a lot of credit, except for Deontay Wilder because it's a rivalry. People who know, and I'm sure Tyson Fury will come out with some spin too because he's good at that. Um, but people who know the sport all give him credit for winning that way. And he's, you know, yeah, and he's someone who you could see takes this serious, takes the responsibility of being a champion seriously, takes. The craft series. He knows that he's not perfect. And it, and while we like confidence in fighters, AJ isn't really that type, right? I mean, he's confident, but he'll also say, "Yeah, sometimes, you know, I, I, I he's his all he talked about going into this fight was how he had to get better. He had to learn new things. He had to get back to some basics. And he had to improve his boxing ability to 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 defeat Ruiz in this style. And Okay, maybe some people don't like to hear that a, a championship level fighter say that he's bad at anything, but look, AJ did what he did. He took it seriously. He did train hard, and he won. He got the results. Process beat results in this one, right? Like he he put he put the work in. And he came out, and he's bat, he's basically he's restored to what? What would, would you want? Let's put an, uh, an, a value on it. Eighty five percent. Yeah, of yeah. what he was at before. He needed a knockout, in my opinion, to like, I, I disagree on one part of that. Yes, there's something special about being undefeated and about, you know, one day doing a undisputed fight against undefeated Fury or Wilder that you can never replicate that. I do think that Joshua, well, he won a star back with this win, but I do think had he done this in a little bit more traditional, courageous heavyweight knockout style to, to sort of echo the criticism from Wilder. I think there is potential to be an even bigger star when you run a defeat back like this and you humanize yourself to a certain degree with your audience. That 
they'll love him even more because he had that bad night. And he said after the fight, by the way, in the interview that he almost alluded to like those whispers we talked about with him getting knocked out and sparring maybe ahead of the first fight. Like he said, one day he'll write a book and tell the truth. So obviously something happened, you know, in his personal life or in the, in the sparring and all that. But redeeming yourself is huge. He didn't get the full redemption, 100 percent knockout back. He's Lennox Lewis 2.0. No, we we leave here going, OK, good win. But I think if you want to be real and we try to be real and we give the real take, the real take is both Fury and Wilder have their way with them. Have their way. I don't I don't necessarily I, I think that they're competitive fights. OK, I okay. favor them both. That. Yes. But I, I don't have their way with them is a little strong. OK, and strong. And Wilder, and the Wilder fight that. is still a who gets to who first affair, Brian. Well, I don't know. Wilder. Here's the thing about Wilder. He showed. He still has only fought two people. No, he showed an ability against Ortiz in the first fight to weather a storm, and he doesn't get hit a lot by bombs. Rafe. He's he's not like a great defensive fighter by any means, but Wilder's not reckless until he has you hurt. So he's not irresponsible. He doesn't throw himself into bad situations. So. Um, I think both fights would be competitive because AJ's world class, but I think AJ's not a good enough boxer to outpoint Fury and would get knocked out eventually against Wilder on the, under any circumstance. Rafe. Now, Brian, I also wanted to mention I have an announcement here, a little, please, please. A little personal news, yes. as they say, on the Twitter. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, you mentioned that AJ, who was reborn tonight in Saudi Arabia, has a story to tell about the first fight. I know the story. You do? And I have it on this USB ah. stick. USB, yes, yes, Rafe, yes, please. I will have the stick sewn into <laughs> my athletic hoodie. Do and the person who pays me. the most. Do not ask me what is on the USB stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boxing fan. Oh God, Rafe. Oh. Hi, my boxing fans. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Did you see that Ruiz has already released his Kovalev I'm a boxing fans in the bed no. sad video? Oh God, no, please. Oh wow. This guy it'd be great if he was eating pizza in the video. Just yes. like like go on to a career as Pizza the Hut in Spaceballs. Uh, Sergey Derevchenko ringside at the Charlo fight, getting interviewed by Jim Gray right now. Maybe he's a future Charlo opponent. Interesting, Rafe. If Charlo gets by Hogan, I'm sorry, we're recording this live. All right, Charlo. Do you like have he... two shiners? What is going on? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's how he was raised. I don't know. Shout to Vla <laughs> Vladimir Lick. Is that the guy's name on Twitter? Oh yeah, he's a, he's a Twitter legend. Love that guy. All right. Um. I lick him up and down like a stab. <laughs> oh, pause. No, 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 no. Hey, Ray, fun little show we just did. Fun little piece of business. Shout out to us. By the way, I'm real fat right now. Who am I to talk? I'm so, Rafe, I'm at a, I don't want to say I'm at a career high. Yeah, I'm at a career high weight. I'm at a career high adult fat. I've been fatter in my early 20s. That was more, uh, you don't care. I had a fast food addiction. I was, uh, you know, there was, uh, there were green things going on. Um, but not not lettuce though no not lettuce um but i don't i've been fatter in by appearance in terms of the eye test but i've never been fatter in terms of what that scale's saying rave so maybe this andy ruiz performance is a wake-up call for me too okay i've got to give up my version of the liquid crack addiction it's not soda it's gas station food maybe it's time for an intervention okay can you help me out here rave uh whatever you tell me what you need, man. I'll I'll do my best. Uh, do not hire Andy Ruiz's personal chef. Um, that guy's gonna need work soon. But I don't think <laughs> is uh, that the guy I on his team you... who has like the tat the, the the beard tatted in? Did you see that guy? I think it. Oh, are you? I think it's that guy in the Dank City videos. My favorite part was like he's at the party where Andy is uh, in Dank City episode four, where Andy is like housing tacos and there's oh. pizza there and he's just there's a giant liquor cabinet and like the, the personal chef is there like dude get in there yeah yeah all right we gotta wrap this show danny garcia did say uh first of all if you want to know whose night it is it's, then you uh, realize oh that's danny. Hey, hey. that's danny that's danny sorry uh danny garcia said he's coming back on showtime 
January 25th at the Barclays. I don't believe they said which opponent, though. I didn't have the uh, the volume on. But uh, uh, all right, all right, it's not it's not strap season. I'll tell you that. No, it will not be. Hey, good for Showtime. I am rooting for Showtime to to get back into the boxing business in 2020. Thank you. At least somebody got the network right. All right, Rafe. Um, thank you for your patronage. Shout out to Anthony Joshua. He's the heavyweight champion of the world again. I'm sorry. Whether you think of whatever it means, you got three of the four belts. You are the power broker. You may end up on your own island, but you are the power broker in the division. His AJ own island? You Lunatic, he's, he can fight Usyk, he can fight Parker, he can fight White, he can fight all kinds of good boxers. That ain't an island. That ain't necessarily Love Island, but it is a decent, it's 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 like Island. All right, shout out to Ginger, shout out to the Irish crew, shout out to the Alex Godinia, Sacramento crew, shout out to Detroit, Rafe, shout out to Omaha, Nebraska, shout out to Anthony Joshua. Thank you. Um, that's it for me, your boy BC. State of Combat. We'll be back on Monday to look ahead. Sorry, we cannot break down Charlo Hogan because it's still going on right now. But we will be back on Monday to look ahead and preview the weekend to come. Interview episode next week, Thursday, boxing. Terrence Crawford, Teofimo Lopez Jr., Mick Conlon will be on the show with your boy BC. But for Rafe Boogs, we got two more words for you before we go, Rafe. You want to deliver them? Yeah. the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary as we speak rap music on trial now streaming exclusively on paramount plus head to paramount plus.com to try it free terms apply